I just wanted to go ahead and give a disclaimer at the top of this episode and let you know that yes, I did lose my voice again, but I am still recording. So I just hope that it doesn't bother you or distract you from the information that is in this episode. So it's Anissa and welcome back to another episode of Something to Finish Podcast where I discuss topics that will help you and I ascend to the highest versions of ourselves. And if you haven't already, or if this is your first time listening, welcome. And please be sure to give this podcast a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And on Apple Podcasts, please write a review so that I can continue to create meaningful content that aims to inform and enlighten. So today's episode is going to start off with the exercise just like all of the others. And today's episode is to allow yourself to be curious about the perspective of another this week. So basically, this is you allowing yourself to step out of your own personal perspective of things, your own view of how you expect things to happen and the way you expect people to do things. Step out of that or allow yourself and try to step out of that and see the perspective of someone else. It doesn't matter the situation. Just allow yourself to realize that maybe you may be at odds in your perspective with someone in a situation this week or whether it's just something as simple as just being curious and asking more questions in a situation where you would kind of just um, dead end a conversation or give a one-worded answer or maybe just not even think to be more curious about. So yeah, be more curious about someone else's perspective this week. And let me know how that goes for you at something to finish pod at gmail.com. Okay, so today's topic is something really, really personal. All topics, of course, are personal for me because these are all topics that I've been wanting to either speak about or things happen throughout my life and I'm like, I need to talk about this. So I'm going to make a podcast episode about it. However, this is something that just happened um, this past week. So... I was listening to one of the podcasts that I really like, which is one that I've mentioned before by Rhoda Mills Summers, where healthy couples know that you don't. So a lot of the things that I'm going to mention, or I don't know, you know, it's easy to be like a lot of the stuff that I'm going to mention in this episode is going to be from there. But then sometimes I just be going off the top of my head. Okay. (laughs) Just being real. Anyways. I'm going to be referencing some things that she said in that episode. So yeah, like I said before, it's a really good podcast and I listen to it often. And I think I've listened to all the episodes, honestly. However, go check that out. Anywho, 
um, I was listening to an episode about obsession and being an obsessed partner. And I was listening to this and she was explaining the characteristics of a person who is, I guess, obsessive. Yeah, an obsessive person. And it was me. I was she. I was like, wow, I am that person. And I realized quickly, you know, through hearing this information on this podcast episode that I don't want to identify as that anymore. And I'm pretty sure I didn't want to in the beginning, but through the adding up of a lot of different things and aspects, that is where I find myself. And I, at that moment of listening to these things that I'm about to explain to you, decided that I'm no longer going to operate in that mode anymore because it doesn't serve me or the direction in which I want to ascend in. So basically, I'm just going to give you a few like bullet points, I guess you would say, of things that she mentioned when it comes to being an obsessive partner or an obsessive person in general. One thing she said was being obsessive or obsession is a mask for the need for perfection. And I totally resonated with that because I definitely can identify with need, the you know, like the desire or the need or the urgency, you know, because that's what it feels like. It feels like an urgency that I must do things in a certain way and I desire certain outcomes. And so I put certain pressures on myself or on others you know unfortunately and it causes strain (laughs) and it causes um, me to be tired and not be able to even begin to know where to or how to fill up my own cup so that I can be of service to others and the ones that I love she also mentioned that obsession is essentially a pull or a yearning from your soul to be correct and you know to fulfill the shoulds of your perception of life and how things should be going and how things should be executed and this is all to feel like I'm in control or you know um, I have you know things are okay or I'm you know basically I'm seeking security by feeling like I need to have everything you know, write and and get everything done. Like, I'm making sure that I'm hitting my P's and Q's so that I can feel secure. When in reality, I am fearing failing or fearing, you know, things not going exactly how I want them to. When inevitably, you know, you can't be on top of everything all the time, 100%. That is impossible. You know what I mean? Like, it's possible to be on your stuff. However, it is impossible and it is outrageous to hold yourself to a standard of, I need everything to be at 100% at all times. Because that's just not how our energy levels are set up. That's not how we're designed and wired to run. And that is not, in my opinion, how I desire to operate. And how I desire to treat myself. 
One of the last things that I'm going to mention is that obsession, she said, stops people actively enjoying moments and things and the people that they could be enjoying those moments with if they were not being obsessive or focused on being perfect or focused on getting everything right or getting everything done in this you know self-made time frame I really wanted to share this specific topic on this episode because it was a moment of real growth and self-acknowledgement for me so I felt like why not share this with my listeners because it's a real time real life situation where I was able to listen to some mindful content and apply it to my life and decide to make the choice to acknowledge my behavior and the way that I was conducting my life and take self-accountability so that I can you know self-correct and basically by holding myself accountable and choosing to self-correct instead of avoid this acknowledgement or think oh I mean I've been fine this so far so I don't really have to work on that I don't really need to focus on that or you know whatever I'm able to actually sit with that within myself realize that it's not serving me and then adjust my behavior and adjust my perspective of how I was going about things. Another great positive about this is that I was able to have an open communication dialogue with my partner about my realization and about my understanding, you know, my deeper understanding of myself and the way that I do respond to things. And, you know, that in itself is a no-brainer. That's going to create even more connection that's going to possibly even persuade your partner to look within themselves and identify some things that they may have been vulnerable about or they may have been um, on the fence about, you know, wow, like, is this really a problem or do I need to look more into this? You can inspire your partner in that way, which is healthy growth and healthy, you know, surroundings when it comes to your partnership. You're in great company because you're in company that allows themselves and wishes to grow continuously um, no matter how uncomfortable of a process it may be and so like I said before strengthening the relationship with my partner by having that open dialogue is not the only relationship that is strengthened but self relationship is strengthened by just allowing yourself to realize and sit with the thought that wow you know I have been acting this way I I can identify with these things even though these are not things that I desire to identify with I can allow myself to say yeah I've been doing that and you know I can resonate with those things however I would like to make changes or figure out and seek ways to improve my lifestyle improve my way of thinking, improve my way of seeing things, improve my way of interacting with others. And that is the beautiful part of it. You get to make that choice for yourself. And, you know, therefore, you 
open up a whole new respect within yourself for yourself and so much more confidence so much more desire to grow more and do more work on yourself so that you can feel better so that you can fill your cup up and so that you can pour into others the way you've been pouring into yourself because you know that how you are feeling right now after holding yourself accountable and making that choice to pivot in your behaviors or your perspectives for the better I'm pretty sure just like me you want to relay those messages and relay the process that you went through so that others around you or even strangers it doesn't matter can witness this type of peace and witness that type of activation of leveling up you know what I mean you essentially are leveling up anytime you allow yourself to self-recognize something that you need to grow in and take action on and lastly but not least when coming to this realization and allowing myself to recognize these behaviors in myself I also thought of my daughter and I thought of the detriment that it could play in our relationship when it comes to how I parent and how I communicate with her and how I handle things and how she sees me handling things when it comes to -to day-to-day life. So if I'm operating in a mode of anxiety and worry and obsession, she's picking that up. She is thinking that this and learning and soaking up that this is the way that you maneuver through life. This is the energy that you operate in when doing things. And that is false. That is not the narrative that is that I want to send to my daughter. So I had to think in that way as well. You know, it's not just me anymore. And, you know, partner aside, we have a whole child that we are responsible for. And that we are responsible for sending out into society. And hopefully they know how to regulate their emotions. They know how to interact with others without having explosions. And you know what I mean? Like it all starts there. The way the things and the ways that they pick up how to interact with others. How to manage their emotions. And it's just so necessary to... Think of your flaws and or weaknesses as, okay, this is something that I very well may feel ashamed of. However, why not change it instead of continuing to be ashamed of it and not taking any action to improve my situation or get myself out of this situation or this behavior or out of these habits? You see what I'm saying? It is the choice, and it's a free choice. It's a free choice. That is the power in it. You have the choice to be able to decide yes or no, I'm going to work on myself or I'm not going to work on myself. It's as simple as that. You either are or you are not going to work on yourself after you identify something that you deem as a weakness or something that could be holding you back or stopping you from building meaningful relationships 
and meaningful moments in your life is being quote-unquote embarrassed about having a weakness which we all have worth not potentially getting past that type of behavior and moving into a better mode of living I think it's definitely worth it so like I said before I really wanted to share this episode because I felt really moved and I felt really proud of myself that I was able to consume this content and apply it to my life and see and admit that I wasn't operating at my fullest potential. I wasn't operating at the highest vibration that I could be. And, you know, I'm not proud of it. However, I am proud that I can make the choice, the free choice to improve and to turn in a different direction and live with intention. And some of the things that I did after this realization of my obsessiveness is that I went ahead and for the sake of my partner and for the sake of my relationship and the health of my relationship and for the health of myself, I went ahead and set up like a weekly situation and get together with my mom and my sister. And for me, this is something that is therapeutic and it is needed because when I spend time, I'm a very family-oriented person. Mind you, I have a whole family that I have created, me and my partner and my, and my daughter. However, the family and the connections that you have fostered and cared for and built before you build your family that you are about to, you know, pave the foundation for, they still matter. And I'm going to have a whole nother episode on that because that's a whole nother topic. But just for right now, I'm just going to explain this. Um, My mom and my sister, we're so close. And I feel as though, and I know as though, since I've become a mom and, you know, been in a relationship, our relationship, you know, my mom and my sister's relationship has not been as close-knit and tight-knit as I would have loved it to be and as it is used to being. So I'm just very blessed and very grateful that I'm able to view that and admit that to myself and say, hey, I'm going to take action. I'm going to reach out to them and see what their availability is, see if they feel up to setting something up so that we can all continue to build and, you know, mold our bond together while we also you know go about our individual lives because um you know my my little sister is in high school now this is our first year in high school so she's transitioning into high school that's a big time in her life so we're doing it every other week because we have to respect that you know that's a huge transition in life i'm just gonna say it again we respecting that and I hope that, this is a sidebar, but I hope that if you have a young woman in your life, especially someone around that age that's just starting high school, you know, coming into young adulthood, please be mindful to be respectful and mindful, you know, that you are giving them choices and that you're making them feel and and letting them know 
the fact that they do have choices and their choices and their feelings and, you know, temperaments, they matter. So if they, you know, like, just like adults, sometimes they don't feel up to doing things or, you know, committing to things. They have so many things they commit to when it comes to class, when it comes to maybe after school activities, in school activities, socializing, parents, you know, figuring out what they would like to do with their lives. Please be mindful to allow them to have a voice and a choice. (laughs) End of side note. So I set that up with them and that's gonna, I know that's gonna fulfill me in a way that my partner is not able to fulfill for me because no one relationship is going to fulfill all things for you. That's why we have different connections and we meet different people and we have different relationships. We have different, you know, dynamics of relationships for a reason because one person, one relationship is not ever going to fulfill every single need of yours. There's no way. Um, not even if it's your soulmate, your twin flame, your twin soul. It's not happening because you yourself have to fulfill all things for yourself first as well as different people come into our lives for different things. We learn different lessons from different people at different times in our lives. So it's so impossible. I just know. Okay. (laughs) So yes, for the well-being of my partner, I went ahead and set that up. And I'm so glad that I did that. And they were excited as well. So I know that it was a mutual need. And the last thing I did was to commit to working out three times a week. And they're not extensive workout. Well, so I think because this is the first week that I've started. However, today was the first week I started cycling in the morning. And tomorrow I'll be doing my Pilates and the next day I'll be doing cycling again. So send me some good vibes, okay? Because my legs probably going to really be burning. And, you know, I guess it'll be worth it. Because I just know that focusing in on creating a routine and, you know, a healthy routine at that. And getting back in tune with taking care of my body and focusing on intentionally taking care of my body is something that can allow me to focus on continuing in the direction that I want to go in and continuing to stay in the mind frame of growth so that I can allow myself further to recognize things that I can improve in order to ascend to the highest version of myself. And so once again, thank you so much for staying through this episode. If you made it through to the last part, thank you so much for dealing with this raspy, raspy voice. And I appreciate you so much. I hope that everybody is having a great week and you continue to have a great week. And please reach out to me with any topic, suggestions, any love, you know, any critiques, anything helps. I'm looking to improve and you can contact me at something to finish pod at gmail.com. Peace. Love me easy.